Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. What a day it was yesterday. Uh, a lot of stuff happened after the after the show. First of all, <laughs> uh, Britney Spears lost her court battle. I don't understand that. Uh, not at all. Unless she is seriously mentally ill. And I, if that's the case, why isn't she in an institution? But you can't... She's essentially held captive by her dad. This is going on 13 years now. And he gets to make all her decisions. Control her entire financial situation. And... I thought you made a pretty compelling case. She's 39 years old. What are you doing? That's the case. That should be the case. Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm an adult. And she talked about all the things she can't do under this conservatorship. And it's a lot. I mean, he apparently even controls the dance moves she can do. I mean, according to Brittany, that's that's the case. So oh my. she got slapped down anyway. Nope. Sorry. We're going to keep it going. What? How is this America? Really something. So I'm I'm kind of glad there's this uh, free Britney movement for all the good it did. But you know maybe in the future. I mean it's personal autonomy. Yeah. Right. Like like you said, if she's not fit enough to run her affairs, she should be in a mental institution. I don't understand yes. this at all. I don't. I just. I don't either. Because. Uh, under the law, the only way you could do this is if you're, you know, completely incapacitated, uh, or you're so mentally ill that they know that you can't handle it. it is that the case? Well, I mean, she seems pretty lucid. She's weird. She's always been weird. But sure. I mean, you, you don't take away control over her life because she's weird. Yeah, there are weirder people. I, uh, every day we play them. <laughs> yeah. You know who should have a conservatorship or these people singing about the vaccine. Yeah, and if Jeffy were here, he'd be saying, well, those people aren't worth millions and millions with parents that are in charge. You know, that's exactly mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. that's why this is a thing. Right. <sighs> so uh, her request to suspend uh, Jamie Spears immediately upon the appointment of a financial institution as the sole conservator of the estate was denied without prejudice. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. You know, in so many ways, we are just ceasing to be the United States of America now. And here's just another indication of that. I, I don't know how, I don't know how you could, there was no way I thought she was going to be held to that. I thought for sure. Okay, yeah, they they're finally going to get rid of this albatross around her neck. Nope. Wow. Mm. Um so when they kept saying Jamie Spears, that's the name of her sister too, right? And Jamie Lynn, Jamie yeah. Lynn Spears. I kept mm. thinking, "Wait, is is the sister involved too?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the dad. Yeah, James, uh, yeah. James and they call him Jamie. Well, that's a confusing situation. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Jamie's coming over. Mm. Uh, my Which Your one? dad? Uh, my sister? No, no. They probably call her Jamie Lynn, and then yeah. that that's how you differentiate. But there you go. It's weird, man. It's, uh, it's a done deal for now, and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it come up again sometime. Mm -hmm. But uh, really a bad situation. Was there more celebrity news yesterday, Pat? There sure was. What? Pat. There sure, sure was. <laughs> 
Bill Cosby wow. had his conviction overturned, and he's been released from prison. Free man. <laughs> now, he probably would have... He, he had a three to ten years uh, sentence. So he probably would have... Uh, he he would have been in prison the entire time because he wasn't going to... I think part of the condition of parole is he had to admit his guilt. Yeah. And he said all along, I'll stay the 10 years before I'll do that. I'm not going to admit to any wrongdoing. And he would not submit to the uh, sexual predator therapy thing that they were doing either. So he wouldn't do any of that because he maintains his innocence, that he's done nothing wrong. And now he's just released and scot-free. Wow. I'd say... Uh, was it like a technicality or something? Like yeah. he testified against himself inadvertently or something? Yeah, there's, uh, and I think they brought in witnesses uh, who weren't involved specifically with this case to testify about what he'd done uh, previous to that. And a lower court said, yeah, that's fine. That just showed, that just showed precedent for, for his behavior. But the Supreme Court ruled otherwise said nope uh that wasn't part of this case shouldn't have been admitted into evidence yeah the pennsylvania supreme court mm-hmm. yep yeah incredible in- incredible he actually went on a radio station i mean he doesn't say anything really spectacular <laughs> yeah. here but it's kind of weird that one of his first call was to some radio station he's probably been listening to these guys <laughs> in prison the whole time mm-hmm. because I, I met them in there people who talked about what happened and what they did. And I know there are many liars out there, but... The- All I can think of is uh, Jello Pudding Pops. Right. Oh, People can't get lawyers. Mm. And, they, and the mm. lawyers they get are with the lawyers that are going against them. Mm. So my wife is waiting for me. And my, wife, <laughs> my wife wants to thank you and thank you for editing uh, Mr. Wyatt. Don't know what that's about. I but- know. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Yeah, he was talking about all the guilty people, or the people that are uh, in jail, in jail, found guilty. And he that, yeah. he says that they've to- they've all told him they were not guilty either, right? Yeah. But what are you gonna say? <laughs> yeah, let me tell say? you what I did. Yeah, I'm a really terrible person. Yeah, and I probably should have got more time than I did. I deserve to be in here. Yeah, I should be. They never let me out because yeah. I'll start it up all over again. So, anyway, it's so, nice to meet you. Did did yeah. you enjoy doing that Cosby Show thing? I really was a big fan of yours back in the day. I mean, I bet there's a lot of those. Yeah, bet. Kind of conversations with Bill Cosby behind bars. But there you go. He's free. I mean, Jeffy. We'll have to get his take on this tomorrow because he's bent all along. Please, uh, let him out. What's Bill Cosby? That, 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 no, that, What's he gonna do? The, no, that's it. That's yeah, his. That's, it. that's Jeffy's Bill defense. Cosby. Your Honor, it's Bill Cosby. First of all, Ugh. it's Bill Cosby. Second of all, it's Bill Cosby. Mm-mm. No, second of all, it's Bill. <laughs> See, so we'll, I'm sure he's uh, pleased by that. It's just, it's uh, strange. 83 years old. He seems pretty spry, though, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So, is he ever going to be able to... I'm sure he doesn't need to, but is he going to be able to work again? Anybody going to invite him in to do some stand-up comedy after all this? Uh, I think he's kind of a pariah now. But uh, we have a way of forgetting about things, don't we? (laughs) In six months or a year, who knows what Bill Cosby will... He might run for office and win. Well, yeah, and he's not a Republican. So... uh... (laughs) Right. 
So it won't it won't linger for him. Jeez. Any kind of legal issue. Nuts. It's nuts. Also yesterday, I mean, it was a big day. A lot of stuff uh, jammed into one day. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld died. Oh, gosh, yes. Just sad. Uh, 88 years old. Donald Trump went to the U.S.-Mexico border. And uh, I, we all know that this is what forced the hand of Kamala Harris to go to the border. She goes to El Paso. He goes to McAllen, <laughs> where the problem actually exists. <laughs> right. So uh, here's uh, Donald Trump discussing the U.S.-Mexico border. And, it and w- there's my, like my doctor right over there. Oh, wait, no, not that one. Well, I mean, you can keep playing that if you want, but no, that's not the one. Is, okay. there, is there another the one? The real question is, there we go. Is, Thank you. do they really want open borders or are they incompetent? There's only two things. You're either incompetent no, or for some it. reason you have a screw loose and you want to have open borders. Now, the problem with the open borders is that countries are opening up their jails they're opening up their prisons. You guys see this. And they're letting all their you prisoners out. You notice their prison populations are way down. It's the most beautiful they do, population. They do it very slowly because they don't want people to know this. But That's I know it. Yeah. And they're letting all of their murderers, rapists, drug dealers. <laughs> We've heard that line before. Human yeah. traffickers out. Yeah. And they're coming into the United States of America mm-hmm. at a level like we've never seen. They weren't coming in with us. And in fact, one of the quick stories I tell is that when we first started, I said, get them out. And I said to, uh, I said, really, more than anybody, I guess, to you, Mark, you and Tom, I said, get them the hell out. The MS-13 gang members, who they say are the the worst in the world, they certainly might very well be. I see what they do with knives, where they cut them up into small people. They cut people up into small pieces because it's more painful than using a gun. I said, get them out, and Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador would not accept the people under the Obama administration. They wouldn't take the people. Uh, so they wouldn't take the people. The people came back to me just routinely, sir, I'm sorry, but they won't take them. I said, who won't take them? Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, they won't take the people back. I said, oh, really, why? They don't want them. I said, okay, how this. much money do we pay them? Sir, we pay yes. them $500 million yes. a year. What does that have to do it's with brilliant. it, sir? I said, a lot. I love it. We're not paying them anymore. And then I got a call the next day from the heads of the three countries. We would love to take MS-13 back. They are wonderful people. We'd love to have them back. He's got a way. I miss him. He's got uh, that was perfect. A way. <laughs> He's got a way about him. Uh, I don't know what it is. He is And that's a- how he amazing. solved the border. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> I mean, he said, yeah, you want, you want your money? And it's brilliant. Because he has the giblets to back that stuff up, and everybody knows it. So that's not an idle threat. So you bet, if you want to get Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador back on your side of the ledger and on the same page as you, cut off their money. And they're on the phone the next day. Yeah, oh, wait. You wanted us to... Oh, MS-13. Yeah, well, (laughs) I love those guys. Bring them... Send them back. That was a mistake. That was a bookkeeping error, Mr. Yeah. President. Our, our bad. <laughs> the only thing we were simply saying was is uh, <laughs> that uh, we wanted to pay the plane fare. We didn't want you guys ah, to have to do that. What Those was. are our citizens. What, what do you say we go ahead and, and foot the bill for that? <clears throat> That's amazing. <laughs> so great. Uh, and we haven't. 
been able to hear him for a while, so no, that uh, was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, and also, um, gosh, what did I? Uh, let's see, because Abbott had some numbers uh, yesterday. Oh, here we go. Eight hundred percent increase from April to April, uh, and May to May. Eight hundred percent increase on the border as far as uh, people wow. crossing. Over a, he said yesterday, Abbott said over a hundred and fifty countries represented as far as illegal crossings. And that's the thing, because it gets really dangerous when it starts to be Yemen and mm-hmm. Kuwait and uh, United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia. Why? Why are they crossing our southern border? Yeah. Well, because they mean us harm in some cases, in a lot of cases. And those are terrorist or nations who have a lot of terrorists in them. And so that's alarming. When you start seeing those guys coming coming across the border. Yeah, they're averaging 180,000 illegal crossings per month under the Biden administration. Just 180,000? It was the highest mm. monthly figure in 21 years. Wow. In May. Incredible. Uh, also, he discussed Joe Biden's <laughs> mental acuity. <laughs> and is my, my doctor right over there. My doctor. He said, you know, sir... If you want, you're really smart. You ought to take the cognitive test. I said, oh, what's that? Doc Ronnie, right? Now we call him Mr. Congressman. What a, what a job you've done, Ronnie. They went after him, and it didn't work out too well. There you are. The Democrats went after him like you wouldn't believe. But he did a test. Did I ace it? Yes, sir. I aced it. And I'd like to see Biden ace it. He won't ace it. He'll get the first two, the 35 questions. And yes, sir. The first two or three are pretty easy. They're the animals. Is this a lion, a giraffe? <laughs> when he gets to around 20, he's going to have a little hard time. I think he's going to have a hard time with the first few, actually. Uh, remember, that was the one Don Lemon screwed up. Remember, he like said a hippo or something. It was a rhinoceros or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, even Don Lemon couldn't get past the first. <laughs> him and, him and uh, Cuomo were struggling on air one night trying to make fun of him. That's right. <laughs> he's, so no, he's right. I would love to see a cognitive exactly test right. Joe and Biden. The- uh, there were some Republicans calling for it in, in Congress, but of course, everybody ignores them. So who knows if that'll ever happen? Uh, it, we all know it won't ever happen. Then, of course, you had to have Jim Acosta sticking his fat face into things. Mr. Trump, will you apologize about January 6th? Mr. Trump, will you apologize for January 6th? Uh, guy's pathetic. Pathetic. That's all he does, though. And, you know, that's what got him so much attention during the, the Trump years. And now, nobody talks about him. Yes. Yeah, CNN either. They've lost 75% of their audience. It's and so they probably sent a cost to the board and said, just shout something. Whatever you want, Jim. Just go down there and interact with Trump so we can have people give a reason for our, our audience to come back to us. Yeah, I had a headline. I saw a headline, and I think it was on the website Spin Quark. Uh, I gotta find it because it had to do with uh, CNN and their ratings. I mean, it's just like Jake Tapper lost seventy nine percent of his audience since January. Seventy nine percent, yes, sir. It has been brutal. They have Ooh-wee. lost. They careful what you wish for, CNN. Yes, you probably could go for another four years of Trump right now too, huh? <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Here, here was their headline. Uh, Chris Cuomo comes in first place on CNN. Right behind 14 Fox News shows. 
and seven MSNBC shows. First place on CNN gets you 15th place overall. It's actually 22nd. Actually, <laughs> number 22. Oh, so, oh, oh. Yeah, 14 from Fox. Oh, I got you. Seven I'm sorry. You know me in math, dude. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That is unbelievable. It's amazing. Uh, there's no reason for the Trump haters to watch if you're not hating on Trump. And so I think that's why they're bringing back the Trump hate on CNN. They're trying They're trying to find a way to jam it in somewhere. That somehow. is hilarious. It's amazing. Couldn't amazing. happen to a nicer network. That's for sure. Let me tell you about ScoreMaster. Uh, you know what your hopefully you know what your credit score is. Maybe you don't, but find out and then go to Credit Score and find out how to fix and increase your credit score. Uh, up to sixty-one points in a matter of days or weeks, not ten or fifteen points like some others promise. Some don't even promise that much. I raised my credit score seven points Whoa. in just a year and a half. Don't be Good. spending all that extra yeah. credit in one place, <laughs> right? <laughs> ScoreMaster users can add up to 61 points in 20 days or less. Life-changing. Adding all those points to your credit score, well, it means faster approvals. It means better deals, lower interest rates on everything from buying a home or refinancing your home to leasing a new car or applying for a credit card. ScoreMaster was created by credit data uh, scientists to put you in charge of your finances, not the bank's. One member raised their score 33 points within a couple of days. Another did it 43 points in a matter of days. It's just really simple and easy to use. Takes about a minute to get you started. And if you do it now, you get to try ScoreMaster free and see how many plus points you can add. Go to scoremaster.com slash pad. Scoremaster.com slash pad. And see how many how many points you can add to your credit score really quickly? Scoremaster.com slash pass. Yeah! Pat Gray That's is right. unleashed. That's right, baby. Yeah. All right, speaking of the media, huge study of how much the public trusts the media in their respective countries. Now, uh, we're taking into account all of Europe, uh, Asia, Latin America. So so it's a very small sample size that we're drawing from for this comparison. Yeah. It's actually quite large. <laughs> it's the entire planet. Um, so what is the proportion that of trust in your media in any given country? 46 countries were surveyed. Now, the highest... Is don't flash this up on screen because it's it's hey, they don't have it. That's fine. Okay, uh, kind of amazing. So Northern Europe, Finland uh, tur- turns out to be uh, the most trusting of their media, which I don't know why doesn't really explain it, but they're sixty five percent trust the their mm. media in mm. Finland. In Denmark, it's fifty eight percent. Norway, fifty seven, uh, fifty three in Ireland, fifty in Sweden. 36% in the UK. So that's Northern wow. Europe. Yeah, yeah. Western Europe, the Netherlands leads with 59%, uh, followed by Belgium, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, France. Who would you think in on this planet is dead last mm-hmm. in trusting their media? Yeah, but it's only 46 countries. <clears throat> Just 46. Just the 46. 
Oh, Kenya trusts 61%. But uh, the United lowest... States of America. Oh, the, the United States of America? Yeah. That's your Have last you place Have you heard of that team? place? Yeah, that's the last place. Huh. Uh, lowest number, 29%. I'm not familiar. 29% of Americans trust the media. I'm surprised it's that high, really. Yeah, no kidding. No I kidding. I heard it on the news. <laughs> and I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. it. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Taiwan is fairly close, but they're ahead of us, uh, 31%. Uh-huh. I'm looking for other countries that are hmm. close. Hungary is only 30%. Slovakia, Slovakia, 30%. Is Mexico or Canada on that oh, list? Oh, let me see here. Latin America. Yes. Uh, Mexico's on the list. And uh, 37% of Mexicans trust their media. Okay. So they're eight points above us. <laughs> is that something else? Yeah. In Canada, did they show up at all? Ah, uh, that would be North America. There, North America, Canada, America. Forty-five percent. Forty-five percent. The Canadians are so trusting. Look where it got you. Dead last. It's not incredible. Twenty-nine percent of Americans trust our media. Dead stinking last. That's not surprising. It's that the number is so high is what's surprising. Yeah. Twenty-nine. Should be about two. Two. About two percent. Because you know. We always get nine or ten percent, actually. Who um, I don't know, uh, but on this issue, you should probably know. And maybe you can think of a few Marxists, few Marxist-Leninists that might. So I, yeah, put about two percent is where it should be. Still, though, Americans trust their media less than any other developed nation on Earth. That's really something else. Really amazing. And why? Because they lie to us all the time. Because mm-hmm. they spin the news all the time. Uh, Jonathan Turley was just quoted as saying, uh, Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism at Oxford has found something that would have been unthinkable just a few years ago. United States ranked dead last in the media among 49 countries. Yeah. I think you said 46. It's actually 49. With just 29% saying that they trusted the media. And why wouldn't we trust you know the media? You know what? I don't I don't trust Jonathan Turley. Okay. Oh, look because at that. Because this says 46. <laughs> All right? Okay. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, so, yeah. So, even Turley is pointing that out. And, and, and you know what he's doing there? He's probably pointing back at CNN. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the... Boy. But you, you pointed out yesterday what they were talking about with the uh, global warming push. Right. And the condo yeah, thing. Yeah, on the condo. That, that's the first thing they have to jump to. We've got 140-some people still missing. And what they're trying... All they want is political gain out of this. Just, it's despicable. Mm-hmm. And then you got things like this. Washington Post reporter Hannah Dreyer has been accused of misleading people on uh, Ron DeSantis' response to the recent residential building collapse. On Saturday, Dreyer posted her Twitter... On her Twitter account, FEMA's response to the recent building collapse. Uh, from FEMA's statement, she concluded that DeSantis had waited over a crucial 24-hour period to provide emergency relief for victims. On Sunday, however, DeSantis's press secretary responded to the tweet, claiming Dreyer left out crucial details from her tweets. What a surprise. <laughs> this is why we don't trust these douchebags. Yep. She also added that Dreyer did not ask for her comment or DeSantis or anybody else in the administration. Wow. This is missing important context, she tweeted. Uh, They didn't ask me for a comment. Emergency response started within minutes of the disaster led by Miami-Dade County. Amazing first responders. 
county mayor signed local emergency declaration at 440, and Governor DeSantis signed the executive order less than one hour later. So it, there is a procedure. Mm-hmm. You know, the local officials have to ask for the help. They did. And almost immediately, it was provided. This is exactly what the press did with Trump during COVID. They're like, oh, you're not doing enough. You're not doing it. Oh, mm-hmm. but you're a dictator. I mean, what what is it you want? I mean, he has to wait for the authority from the county level and the mayors. My gosh, you people. The press sucks. It really does. And how about all the lies about Trump uh, during the campaign, especially late in the campaign? Just taking rumor... And running with it as if it's proven fact. As if they had audio audio, uh, evidence of Trump saying uh, ridiculous things about American troops fighting in World War II. And how they were were suckers because they got killed. And they just ran with that. And acted as if it was an actual quote. Now the people who were with him at the time all deny it. And they completely debunked that nonsense, but it didn't matter at all to the to the media. So, makes perfect sense that Americans don't have any trust in them. Uh, CNN and Energy Secretary uh, in the Biden administration now wondering about climate change causing the Florida. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't believe us, here they are discussing it uh, yesterday. In terms of in terms of climate, you brought up what's happening. What we're seeing in the Pacific Northwest. Um, We've been talking a lot about what happened in Florida at the Surfside condominium building that collapsed. We don't know exactly what happened at this point. But given what we know about the changing climate, given that we've seen an increase in these so-called extraordinary tides Mm. and the impact that that can have in areas like South Florida, do you think that climate could have played a role in that building's collapse? Well, obviously, we don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising. I mean, we know that <laughs> we're losing inches and inches of beaches. That is incredible. Well, obviously, we don't know, but I'm going to speculate now because I'm that kind of irresponsible politician, and I'm just going to throw stuff out there to make people panic and say yes. Uh, we obviously know the seas are rising. Do we, though? Do we? And let's not forget... Granholm is the oh. energy secretary. Right. And she's talking about the climate. Okay, right. Okay, that's cute. And, and if you ever want to, not that there was any doubt that CNN was, you know, hand in glove with the Biden administration. I mean, that, that question, she knew it was coming. They mm-hmm. set it up just like that, you know, like, okay, so I'm going to ask you a specific question. It, it's such a far out there question that, of course, it was a setup. Mm-hmm. Who, who's sitting there Jessica. expecting that question? Oh well, oh, well, we know the seas are rising. Let me act spontaneous here. Oh, boy. It's interesting that just this building is affected by the rising seas. The, the other buildings, <laughs> they don't care about it at all. What did Erica Hill call them? <laughs> Extraordinary tides. That's like an album title. Extraordinary tides that we're having right now. But they only... They only affect one building. Yeah. That's really strange. Remember we had the G7 picture in France, mm-hmm. uh, or Britain, out there on the coast? Mm-hmm. And somebody had put a picture of oh, yeah. 1919 and 2021, and the coastline was the exact same 102 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Exactly the same. All right, let's see the rest of Granholm's uh, explanation here. It's collapse. Well, obviously, we don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising. I mean, yeah, we rising, know that we're losing rising. inches and inches of beaches, not just inches in Florida, but inches. all around. Um, you know, Everywhere. Michigan, where I'm yeah. from, they, you know, we've seen the loss of uh, beaches because the, the yeah. waters are rising. So, you know, this is a phenomenon that will continue, whether it oh ha- will have to gosh. wait to see what the analysis is for this building oh, so but wait. the issue about resiliency and making well, sure we didn't. adapt to this <laughs> changing climate that's going to mean levees need to be built oh, that means oh, oh we're in here to, to pitch the plan infrastructure needs the green to be new built. deal we need to make sure that we invest enough there in we go clearing out the forests now so we don't we have it. these weather events we need to invest in hardening our transmission <laughs> wait, lines maybe bear- we need to invest in clearing out the forests whose idea was that Hmm. Uh, who was the last president? I'm I can't. trying to think. I don't know, man. We haven't heard not from a history him for show. about three and a half minutes. Not a clue. Oh, wait. Donald Trump said, yeah, what's causing these fires? And so did all kinds of scientists and experts and climatologists and meteorologists. You got to clear out the forest brush. You got to thin it out. Hang on a second. And they're, by the way, just on that topic, yeah. they're, they've diverted $500 million to do just that in California. Huh. To maybe finally do something about their wildfire but situation. But again, if it's Trump's idea, then they don't do it. They wait until he leaves office or they yeah. adopt it on And their now own. they act as if it's, it's their idea. And what was this she just said about, about the lakes around Michigan are rising? I thought this was glaciers melting that was making oceans rise. What the hell? You can't have lakes too, lady. <laughs> what is happening? How are the lakes rising? I that's, don't, a good, uh, that's a really good question. Oh, I can't. Take huh. I can't. I need alcohol. <laughs> I can't take this, man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blades. Welcome to it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Jimmy Dimples tweets: How many people would rather trust Britney Spears in the Oval Office than say uh, Senile Joe? Yeah, sign me up for that. Uh huh. President Britney. Occam's electric razor, if creepy Joe Biden takes the cognitive test and gets it all correct, but it's still, but it, it's filled out with uh, with crayon, should we still worry? Yes. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I think so. Amy, what's her face about those uh, TV news ratings? Mm-hmm. They participation trophied Chris Cuomo. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he got something out of it. That's kind of like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's nice. He, he won for CNN. <laughs> I mean, what does that tell you? That's not worth anything. Uh, from Tyler. Go back and listen to that Granholm clip again. Notice the folksy dropping of the G off of rising. Yeah, she did say rising. We don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising. I mean, we know They're that. Rising. Uh, notice that. And then the seas are rising. But then she says rising when talking about Lake Michigan. It's almost like she knew one would be the sound clip. Huh. Yeah, it is almost Or like maybe that. it's just she could be from the south, right? Jennifer Granholm, maybe she's just from the south, uh, which is... Oh, she's from the south of Michigan, uh, maybe? Vancouver, Canada, isn't that... <laughs> oh, is she in, from Vancouver? That's in the south, right? Okay, yes. Okay, well, maybe that's what it is. Just a, it's just a it's southern accent. south of Alaska. Mm-hmm. See? So it's a Vancouver accent, rising. Everybody is south of something. <clears throat> Pretty much. Making my point. Yeah. Yeah, see? Right. She's just rednecking mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Vancouver, you know, the heart of Dixie. Exactly. 
these people they pander to everyone and everything so i wouldn't put him put it past okay. her good point tyler triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at pat unleashed on twitter oh by the way yesterday i got my uh I got my antibody test. Yes. At CVS. Yes. We want to know. Just 38 bucks. Went in. They just okay. poke your finger yep. a little bit, mm-hmm. suck some blood out of it. Yep. And they run it through their little machine there. Little right? Machine mm-hmm. thing. They, and no, I don't have the antibodies. They look for a couple different what? antibodies. Yeah. They, they look for whether or not you have it as if, I guess, if the antibodies are new or whatever they can tell that you have covid right now uh-huh and then there's the have you had it in the past and and the old yeah because i mean as much as you were sick in the year 2020 uh-huh for real for real i'm stunned didn't have it i would have lost that didn't bet. Have it. so she knew that i was disappointed and she's like why why did you want him and i said well because you know i'm trying to consider i'm considering getting the vaccine and if i had the antibodies i was just not going to get it she said well you know what actually not having the antibodies if you've been exposed but it, it just means that maybe it, uh your natural immune system just fought it off and if you can get through uh an entire pandemic uh without without getting the virus it may mean that you have natural immunity to it wow so she's but there's no way to tell that you know she's a spin doctor yeah she's spun carry her stuff. around i thought yeah you maybe because i have been exposed uh-huh. Stu, mm-hmm. uh, you were sick uh, yeah with but, it, but i don't you know if that here, was after that period we, yeah. yeah yeah nobody got it except for you uh of the morning show team so i don't That's know me so i don't know i i hate that for you actually because mm-hmm. i now, now me, you've got that decision to make leaves me in a quandary uh, makes it more difficult because if I would have had them, I would just completely dismiss the right. idea. Now you're back to square one, aren't you? Back to square one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <sighs> so I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm trying to follow the science. I don't know what the science means. I don't have any antibodies. But is my immune system? Do I just take a chance on that? Uh, do I do I take a chance on the fact that you know most people my age? Almost everybody survives mm-hmm. it. So if I get it, you'll just be sick for a couple of weeks. That's happened to me before. And, you know, there's a, <clears throat> let's see, even your age bracket there is like 99.7% chance or whatever it is of yeah. survival. Right. I wing it, man. Right. Hardly anybody. It was only the 85 plus bracket. And that was, that was you know, 90%. Super concerning. Mm-hmm. And not even that. I mean, it was 10.4%. Death rate, yeah. Death rate, mm-hmm. right. So, over 89% survival rate, even among 85+. plus. You know, Those are good odds, right, really. Right, right. You know? And think about Bill Cosby, man. He, when did he go into prison? He literally spent the pandemic... In prison. In, in the same situation as everybody else. Yeah. Locked up in their, in their small little area. And he was protected from the outside world. I mean... Interesting. It is fun. Yeah. To think about... <laughs> So we had a doctor testify in Congress uh, about Mm. Trump, and science said some pretty interesting things uh, yesterday. Here's what he had President Trump was a controversial figure. Okay, we were controversial in the Trump administration, but there was such bias against the president that even thinking that you were helping the president, you were, uh, you know, excommunicated from the scientific community. And I think that's a really important factor. So I want to I want to just dig in on that a little bit. So uh, I'm a physician, 
and we did in residency, you know, this thing called Journal Club that was designed to teach us how to see bias in medical studies. We would look mm -hmm. at, well, were the researchers funded by the drug they're investigating? So uh, breaking it down to the simplest level. Good question. Was there selection bias in the population ex examined in the study? All these different types of bias in science, right? Mm -hmm. What I just heard from you is that there is a new bias in our scientific community, and it is Trump. And if you mm -hmm. are going to research anything that could you know, prove the president's statements true, then, then that absolutely is rejected out of hand and therefore a form yeah. of bias. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, you are hearing that, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm, I am not going to go into specifics, but physicians who were on the task force or who <laughs> were around the task force were under tremendous pressure uh -huh. from their scientific colleagues to not even uh -huh. show up with the president on stage advising the Oval Office. Wow. Tremendous pressure, and they felt it. Uh, this was real. Um, and again, I, I um, you know, uh, I'm not going to read into her, but I'll just say Dr. Burke said she knew her career was over the moment she came to the task force because Jeez. she would be uh, prejudicially sought yeah, excommunicated from the scientific community because she may have supported some thesis that but scientifically was true, and we all know to be true, but Trump supported. What's well, not even mm. the thesis? It's just being on the same place with the president. Uh, oh, you, you can't even be in the same room, huh? Right, and. And, and huh. that's that's true. And people true. died because of the false information that has been put out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Specifically, how about hydroxychloroquine, which has since been shown to uh, be a, a positive treatment in severe cases of COVID-19. Saved a lot of lives. Could have saved many, many more, except for the Trump derangement syndrome mm -hmm. that we experienced last year. Ivermectin, getting this exact same treatment. Uh, here's a guy's story of surviving with uh, surviving COVID because of ivermectin. Manuel Espinoza, a urologist from Harlan Gym, Texas, says he probably wouldn't be alive today had he not been emergency airlifted across the state to Dr. Verone and United Memorial Medical Center. How close to death do you think you were? Uh, pretty close. <laughs> I had about, uh, about a third of my lung on one side and probably about a quarter of lung availability on the other side with the, you know, the classic resdemivir and the plasma. They started to see kind of a slow decline. Espinosa's wife had come across the Math Plus protocol online after spending Christmas week in the local hospital. He was transferred to Houston. They respected our wishes to send us to where we wanted to go. Good. And that was with Dr. Verone. And I can tell you, within hours, turned around within days, just immense. Uh, improvement. Look at that. Wow. Wow. Miracle, man. Why wouldn't One you One of the try greatest it? things that I remember Just like that. Um, coming out of the hospital is two things, seeing my family, seeing my wife. I remember mm. the, the sensation of the wind on my face. There is no reason for people to die. I mean, we have there's the doctor. We have options for patients now. We just need to make those options available. Dr. Verone was a principal investigator in the mm. recent peer-reviewed research that looks at ivermectin's effectiveness in the treatment and prevention of COVID-19 published in the American Journal of Therapeutics. Seriously. 
I mean, that's what he just said. There's no reason for people to die. Especially since both hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin had been approved by the FDA. For other uses, yes. But still, if somebody stumbles onto something and say, hey, wait a minute, this worked on this disease too. Let's let's give it a shot. Why wouldn't you? There has been... Why wouldn't you? And... And there's been so much more research done on these drugs and the positive effects they have had on curing illnesses than have been put into these vaccines, mm. these gene therapies that people are being injected with. Yeah. I, I don't I understand. I mean, it's all politics, like the guy said. Yeah. Hydroxychloroquine's been around for, was it 40 years or 50 years, 60 years, something like that? They've been using it on malaria for a long time. Ivermectin is used for, well, I think it's used in animals. Uh, to treat certain things. And so, how dare you try it on a human? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's either die or try something that we haven't tried yet. Uh, how about trying something we haven't tried yet? Yeah. Why, why, why wouldn't you do that? I just don't understand. We are just experimenting on humans with these vaccines. But what, how long did you say hydroxychloroquine? It's been around for over 60 years. 60. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so give it a shot. Why and not? That's really all Trump was saying is, hey, maybe, you know, for certain patients, this is going to work out. Give it a try if your doctor is cool with it. Or maybe your doctor should get cool with it because you've tried everything else and nothing is working. And there you are on a ventilator or in an inhalator. Thank you, Barack. <laughs> No, not an inhalator. Not, not an inhalator. Uh, a, uh, 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 I don't know. I remember what it was. Uh, anyway, they got to get some treatment. I know that. Yeah. Got to. And you just have breathalyzer. Got to get a breathalyzer. Breathalyzer. <laughs> that's what it was. Such an idiot. <laughs> they end up taking up a hospital bed. Right. Because when if you they just when, gave, if you gave you, you just, treatment early early and they got some treatment yeah and a and a breathalyzer a breathalyzer right no. see if they're or drunk. An inhalator no or an inhalator strike two okay well first of all you got to see if they're drunk if they can walk a straight line yeah right and then you inhalate them did he pass what? a sobriety test after that <laughs> speech not a breathalyzer not no, a breathalyzer no, no, an inhalator that's uh, so great not an inhalator either uh but uh no nah, he was good right oh he was awesome he was perfect he was a he was kind of above everybody he was he was like a god uh-huh Thank you, Evan Thomas Newsweek. <laughs> he's kind of looking down on the rest of us. Uh, yeah. No, and that's because he's an elitist. That's why he's looking down on us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, this, or this guy. I mean, in a way, Obama's standing above the country, uh-huh. above above the world. He's sort of God. He's, he, he's, yeah. he's... <laughs> and then we had uh, Chris Matthews, who said he was perfect. He's never done anything wrong. Not only has he never committed a crime or had a scandal, he's never done anything wrong. Yeah. He's the perfect father, the perfect human, the perfect president, the perfect everything. Yeah, and gave him that thrill up his leg. Jeez. And, and don't forget the current president of the United States, mm-hmm. who referred to Barack Obama as a storybook, because how could you have a black man? Well, you can't. No, that's clean it's and clean, articulate. And, I mean, yeah, that's... Come on. Wow, that's like a parlay. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? When you think about that and how bad that was, uh, it's really really something else yeah yeah and and and, and uh, it just gets ignored yeah. isn't it fun Completely it's like i mean you got the first first sort of sort of mainstream, mainstream. african-american yeah 
Who was articulate and bright and bright and, and clean, clean, nice looking guy. <laughs> I mean, that's a storybook, man. Wow. Wow. So articulate, bright, clean. Uh, what was the other word he said? Articu- Art- articulate, bright, clean, uh, uh, smart. Uh-huh. And African American, oh, nice looking, nice looking, nice looking, nice and African American. That's a fifer. I mean, you play that parlay <laughs> in Vegas, man. Woo, jackpot! You ain't never gonna see that again. I mean, the thing, storybook, man. It's like 2020, and all of the Biden. Uh, I, I don't want to call him gaffes. More like all of the Biden. Uh, what he sees as uh, just just him, just Joe being Joe. Mm-hmm. It was like living Obama 2008 all over again. It's mm-hmm. like, do you not see this? The man is a racist. Ah, <laughs> old ass bumming it. Thank you. Exactly. <sighs> and not only does that not really harm him politically, but he becomes that guy, the guy he was talking about. He's his vice president, mm-hmm. and now today the president of the United States. It's hard to believe. It's fun, kids. That's really this hard. This is to fun. Believe. Absolutely incredible. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. One of the problems, of course, is that. So many of these doctors are apparently on the take that they they don't want you trying things that aren't making them any money. Um, here is a uh, a man describing how these doctors are bought and paid for by drug, the drug companies. Company. Uh, the most wealthy business on the planet. They have so much money that is unimaginable, and they mm-hmm. buy everyone with an influence including sometimes ministers of health. And of course, when they buy doctors, they start with the professors and Mm. chairman, chiefs of department, and then they educate them so that they can become what they call key opinion leaders, Mm -hmm. so they can indoctrinate other doctors Hmm. that some terribly expensive drug should be used and not a cheap one, which might even be better. Like hydroxychloroquine. Or having less side effects. Mm. Ivermectin. So uh, medical education is partly corrupted. Huh. No doctor should ever go to any educational event where the drug industry has put money in it. Mm. Of course, they don't select key opinion leaders that are not good salespeople for them. Yeah. And if they start talking about harms of the company's drugs or start praising a competitor's drug, mm-hmm. of course, that person wouldn't show up next time. That's obvious. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm. You hate to think that the system is that corrupt, don't oh. you? Oh, you hate to think but, it, but you know it is. But it obviously is. And that's one of the reasons, what, maybe the biggest reason, that they hated the hydroxychloroquine thing so much. You're, you're cutting into our profits here. First of all, you're not going to have any kind of relief from this virus until a vaccine is developed that we can make a fortune on. Yeah. So don't come to me with your hydroxychloroquine. That's that's cute. Yeah. But uh, no, we're not going to allow it. Don't, don't forget, you can sue drug makers. You can't sue vaccine makers. 888 Gray Unleashed. A couple of tweets to get us started in the hour uh, from Todd Curtis. Thought doctors took some oath to bring no harm to their patients. 
do nothing when they could have done something mm. did bring more harm to how many? And they want you to trust the science and the medical community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the media. Same thing, which is what we talked about last hour, how little trust there is for the media with good reason. Good reason. Pew Pew One Pew tweets, you guys dare make fun of the Obama, the Obama Yeah. It's blasphemy. Uh, Tobin for Pope campaign. There's no money to be made on a drug that's been in use for 60 years. Mm-hmm. Also, finding out that we've had effective treatments this whole time would make the lockdowns pointless. Yeah, a little bit, wouldn't they? Just a little bit. Uh, this is kind of interesting. Oh, By now, you know the name, uh, or maybe you don't. <laughs> what is it? Gwen Berry. I wish we could forget. <laughs> uh, she finished third. Uh-huh. In the Olympic trials in the hammer throw. Uh, and then she had a little tizzy fit about the U.S. flag and, and the national anthem. And so it took the attention completely from the, from the gold medal winner and the silver medal winner. And she made this big deal out of how the flag is, you know, disrespects her. She thought they set her up by playing the national anthem, blah, 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 blah. Uh, look at this from a while ago. We don't know the exact date on this, but this was at another competition uh, from a f- probably a couple of years ago. Uh-oh. Huh. Uh-oh. Proudly displaying the look US at that. flag. She's holding it out behind huh. her, you know, arms out. Yeah. She look, and she's smiling. Looks happy to be uh, representing does. the USA. Isn't she, though? Huh. That's interesting. Sure hmm. is. Uh, there's also kind of a... Uh, an amazing video from Usain Bolt from about six years ago where he respects the so national good. anthem. He's not even American. God, check this bless out. Him. Came out to defend my title and that's what I did. You came here to be a legend. You are already a legend. Could we cut the interview? Is it live? Yeah, okay. This is live? So, yes, sorry. last dance. National anthem. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry. National anthem. I love it. Look at that. Great. He's Jamaican. And he stops and stops the interview right in the middle of it so that he can be respectful to the national anthem being played. That's amazing. I wish I knew that was around years ago when he was running. I would have been a much bigger Mm -hmm. Usain Bolt fan. Gosh. That was beautiful. And the man respects our anthem more than some of our athletes. Yeah. When we can't get athletes like Gwen Berry to do it, she turns her back on it. Uh, Really amazing. (sighs) Triple eight, 900. 3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We were talking about treatments for uh, COVID and the COVID situation. The, the latest now that they're trying to push is this Delta variant. They're really trying to make us freak out over the Delta variant because they want control back and they're losing control. But the highly contagious Delta variant is gaining ground in the United States. Uh, the Delta variant of SARS-CoV-2, first identified in India, has become the most prevalent variant among the new COVID-19 cases in the United States. The companies, uh, the Helix companies' computer models, they're computer models. Like this is, you, you can take this to the bank. Okay. Like all the climate computer models that are all wrong, those? Uh, wait, is this the same group that was telling us uh, how many millions were going to die? No, yeah, okay. this might be the same group, right? <laughs> Two million. 
million. They predicted. Companies' computer models indicate that Delta now accounts for around 40% of new cases. Uh, yeah. The model's based on 27,717 virus samples from 687 counties across the U.S. Also indicate the worrisome gamma variant. Oh, variant. here it is. The gamma variant was first identified in Brazil. That accounts for about 15% of new cases. So if the Delta variant isn't scary enough, coming in right behind it is the gamma variant. Mm -hmm. We barely got through the alpha and the beta. Now the Delta and soon the gamma all coming at us all at once. Simultaneously? Yeah. What do we do? You go right, you lock down and you stay in your house huddled in a corner. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't go anywhere, and you try not to breathe, because if you breathe, that Delta or Gamma variant will go shoot right up your nose into your brain. What? Kill you dead. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't pretty scary. Care so, for that. So don't go anywhere and don't do anything. Don't go anywhere, don't right. do anything. What okay. you could do while you're holed up in that corner mm-hmm. is uh, go to Kexi.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And buy some cookies that so, you could okay. have during the... You know, and then you wouldn't be so bummed out. Because you got the most delicious cookie. Uh, we got this new butterbeer cookie. What? You know, the from the uh, from Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. Then, of course, there's the old standbys, the Texas sheet cake, the salted caramel. Why, why are you doing this, dude? Kexi.com. Yeah, you're oh, killing me. Plus, our biggest sale ever. You don't have to pay for shipping this week. No shipping charges, which is going to save you a, a ton. It's going to save you a ton. That is so awesome. So get in the corner and and eat your Kexi cookie from Kexi.com. I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, and stay away from any human contact. Don't do that. Even the elbow bump. The Delta and Gamma variants okay. shoot right through elbows. So that doesn't protect you. Okay? It, so it goes through the elbow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm trying to... It goes through both shirts, okay. uh, through the elbow, through the shirts, into the other person. So that doesn't help you anymore. That's wicked. Yeah. That is, mm-hmm. that's a variant if I've ever heard of one. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get this honed in as, as well as possible. But anyway, what I'm about to show you is that we are now with 11,000 uh, new cases a day. Well, about 10,000 or so, between 10 and 11 a day. Okay. So just when you hear the Delta variant and, oh my gosh, it's among us and it's here and stuff. Let me just put it into perspective for you here uh, in the in the grand scheme of things. Uh, we're still... We're still down here, but the majority of this little area, uh, whatever they're saying, that, that, that's is where the, the Delta, Delta variant is growing. 40% of that 40% of this little is Delta nugget down here compared to where we were with cases wow. uh, six months ago. <laughs> because six months ago was what, 70, 80,000 a day? Let's see. Here. And now it's 11,000? My mouse is in a bad mood today. All right. Uh, how, what, what was your I guess? I think it was 70 or 80,000, wasn't it? Uh, At the peak? That seems right. This is not cooperating. I don't know what's wrong with this page. We might have even been close to 100,000 at one point. Uh, And so the tiny little number, 11,000, while that's not nothing, it's a lot better than it was. Yeah. Now, I guess Arkansas just had their biggest spike in four months, 686 cases. um, And probably 40% of them are the Delta variant. So run for your lives. (laughs) <laughs> be afraid. Yeah. Be very afraid. Because that's what your government wants you to, to be, is afraid. 
Uh, we want to chase you directly into a doctor's office or a drugstore to get your vaccine. Any government facility. Now. Any facility. You, you, you got to get to the government. Okay. <laughs> right. That's the bottom line here. Right. And uh, by the oh way, uh, there's also the other side of this, the, as we were shown by this guy who went on YouTube to talk about his sister and what happened to her after receiving the vaccine. This is pretty sobering. So a lot of you may be on the fence about getting a vaccine. You know, mm-hmm. you, you hear it's safe. You hear it's not. You know, there's a, there's a big political push of this vaccine safe, get your vaccine. I'll give you a beer if you get your vaccine. I'll give you a million dollars if you get your vaccine. Well, guess what? Some people won't make it to get that beer. They won't make it to get that million dollars to be entered that lottery. My sister was 43 years old. No medical problems whatsoever. She got the first dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on a Wednesday. A Wednesday afternoon. Thursday morning, she was found unresponsive. She went into cardiac arrest 13 hours after getting her first dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So ask me, Jeez. do I think the vaccine's safe? Now ask her if she thinks it's safe. She's not going to answer you. She's dead. She died. Mm. The vaccine killed her. Within 24 hours, she was dead of having that vaccine. Mm. She thought she was doing the right thing. She thought she was doing her civil duty according to the, the, the political push of this vaccine. Do your research. There are a lot of cases just like this. Just like this. Young people dying of heart attacks within hours of getting this vaccine. Mm. So do I think it's safe? No, it's killing people. So take what you want from this. I won't be getting the vaccine. And I I wish she didn't. Hmm. You know, every time I get close to thinking, yeah, I'm just going to do it, I see another one of these. Just it's case after case after case, man. There's just a lot of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, didn't we have the, uh, we had our, our uh, VAERS chart, remember that? Yeah. Showing all the deaths, and we're only halfway through this year and how it spiked up. I don't know if you have that at the ready or not, Rob, but. Nearly to 6,000. It was yeah. like 5,800. It was normally around 500 uh, uh-huh. people die from vaccines. So that's 10 times. Yeah, so average. it's on pace for, I guess, 20 times, right? Maybe yeah. more if more people yeah. get the vaccine. But anyway, it just shows that huge spike there. there. Yeah, Huge spike at the end that goes straight up. So almost. at the end of yesterday's show, we weren't sure if that was worldwide. That's just the U.S. Somebody yeah. actually sent me the equivalent of that in Britain, and they show, I don't know what... They, they show the total fatalities from the various uh, vaccines that they're using in Great Britain. AstraZeneca, the most popular over there. Then you got Moderna, Pfizer, and unspecified. So out of 205,000 receiving it, there were, no, there were 205,000. Just reported. Total reported. Yeah. Like, look at that. So. Wow. Total reactions in total in Great Britain is close to 100,000. And fatality is 904. Oh, when you add them all yeah, up, I'm just 1,356. The, yeah, that bottom row yeah. there, look at the totals. Yeah. Good grief. So the totals of AstraZeneca, Moderna, Pfizer, and unspecified combined is 1,356 deaths Terrible. in the UK. 
which has a population of what? 80 million? That's a so, good question. You've asked that before. I seem like, like I should know that. About two and a half, three times. Uh, if you if you multiply this. Yeah. Wow. So 66 million. Okay. Goodness so it's gracious. even more than that. But that's about on par with probably the U.S. deaths per capita. Oh, I, don't make me do math. We're going to defer to you on that one. I mean, it is. It's it's just it's sobering, and you don't. Man, at least I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Well, that's a tough one. It is. I mean, people got to make their decisions because they're pushing so hard. That's just it, man. Pushing you know, so hard. It'd be one thing if you were just left alone in a vacuum. Do you want this for your health? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. But instead, you're getting bribed by governments all across the country. Mm-hmm. You're, you're being forced by employers to do this. You're being told if you want to participate in society, go to concerts, cruises, etc., you need to get this. My gosh, back off. Let us make a, a decision on our health. Yeah. Why are we having to make a decision on, on economic factors? It's because it's dirty. I don't like it. That's my. I'm going to just sum it up. It's dirty. Leave it there. And... The problem is, as much distrust as we have in the media, we might have even more for the government. Oh. I just don't trust them. Boy, that's a... Especially now. Oh, that's going to be a poll. I'm going to make that. Right? Who do you trust less? Right. The media or the government. Oh, good luck with that poll, patheads. <laughs> Go to Twitter and find that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Really is. Because they've both proven themselves unworthy. Simple fact is, mm-hmm. they're both unworthy of our trust. All right, let me tell you about how to relieve your pain that's brought on by inflammation. You've got pain in your joints, uh, and it just it kind of wrecks certain portions of your day, or maybe all of your day, because you're always dealing with it. You're always in pain. And maybe you've tried a whole bunch of different things, the NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories that you can get over the counter, like ibuprofen and they've done nothing for you uh or maybe you've tried prescription drugs and they've done nothing for you uh except get you addicted uh Mm -hmm. or make your body rely on them try omega xl give it a shot this is backed by 35 years of clinical research it has the omega fatty acids from the pristine waters around new zealand and they put it all together in a tiny little gel cap that's super easy to swallow and it doesn't have that nasty, fishy aftertaste that you burp up all day long. It's <laughs> I hate that. To get you started, when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat, buy the first bottle, we'll throw in a second for free. So OmegaXL.com is the place to go. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. You buy one, you get one free. Or you could call 800-844-4888. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Got some tweets here. RO tweets. Uh, does the gamma variant make you turn green and flip over cars? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm um, not sure. Haitian 1999. I love this because I was thinking, why is that word variant in my head so much? And then I thought, oh, Loki. And just as I thought, oh, yeah. just as I thought that I saw this tweet right. from Haitian 1999, I'm waiting for the Loki variant. Yes, that is awesome. Right. Are, you, are you caught up on Loki? Uh, well, I missed. I haven't seen last night's, last nights yet. Okay. Uh, but it's good. I like it. 
Marvel is doing some really interesting, different kind of twists. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm not going to beat Glenn back and give stuff away. Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is that the creative minds that write these mm-hmm. scripts mm-hmm. are pretty amazing. Fascinating. Yeah. I absolutely loved last night's episode. Oh, good. It's that, that show, good. they do such good work at Marvel. Do you think it's as good as WandaVision? I don't like it quite as much as WandaVision, but I like it a lot. See, I don't want to set unreasonable expectations. Well, yeah. But what I will say is that after last night's episode, I'm mm-hmm. hoping that you will appreciate it as much as you appreciate WandaVision. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, from the Steve 42, I switched from the Delta variant to the United variant. <laughs> United has better variant miles. <laughs> There's so many jokes with this Delta variant. Uh, that's great. <laughs> that old ass bum in there uh, tweets, same here, Pat. Every time I slightly thought, well, maybe I'll get a shot. Mm. I see someone else suffering. We're talking about a loved one who died from these shots and say, nah. <laughs> and now I don't need any more conf- confirmations um, uh, from above. Mm. I'm not getting the shot. Oh, you decided. Decided, huh? Not getting the shot. Oh, boy. Mm. I'm not quite there yet. Everybody's got to make their own decision. Right. Rants out loud. And again, we're not, I'm not trying to sway you either way. Obviously, I'm stuck in the middle, so I don't know what to do. So mm. I'm not trying to tell anybody you shouldn't get the shot or you should get it. You just have to decide for yourself. Pray about it. Talk it over with loved ones. Make your decision. Uh, but it's difficult to decide because... Yes, just as this tweet mentioned, every day there's some new story about the stupid vaccines and what they're doing to people. Yeah, and really talk to your doctor. Nobody knows your health history like your family doctor. It's interesting, too, because Jackie, my wife, was talking to somebody uh, at our church about who's a nurse about the vaccines, and she was really negative on them. A nurse. Yeah. Hmm. Big time negative on him. Uh, Rants out loud tweets. The people who are afraid of the small percentage of deaths from coronavirus are the same people that are fine with accepting what they consider the small percentage of deaths from the vaccinations. That is is such a great point. Great point. Oh, my gosh. Great point. It's great. Racket. (laughs) Racket. All right. Scotty Pippen speaking out. Uh, This is great stuff. This is a sports take, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my sports take. Uh, Scotty Pippen calling Coach Phil Jackson a racist. Why? Well, you're, you're going to be shocked at what Phil Jackson did. Silliness. This is unbelievable. In an interview with uh, GQ, Scotty Pippen had some thoughts on Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant saying uh, Le- LeBron James is better than Durant, which, you know, okay, whatever. Okay. On Monday... Pippen made waves again, this time because of comments about his old coach, uh, Phil Jackson. During an interview on the Dan Patrick Show, Pippen was asked about a moment in the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals, semifinals, in which Jackson instructed him, get this, he told him to pass the ball to Tony Kukoc, who's white. Oh, no. Yeah. He really? Yeah, he did. So wait, so so when they took the time out, you know, Mm -hmm. And he came come over on the on the sideline. Drew up the play. He's like, "Okay, guys. So yeah. look, you know, here, here, Scotty, you, go. you be here, here, and you pass the, right. b- throw you, the ball see, over to Ku coach. You see this? 
See that W? Mm -hmm. That's the white guy. That's the one white guy. Oh, you mm -hmm. guys are over here. I want you to make sure you pass it to him because he's white. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> and then he's going to shoot the basket. <laughs> but stupid... he, of course, didn't say pass it to him because he's white. Oh, no. But... He might have been onto something there. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh... Oh, Scotty. He told Scotty to pass the ball to Kukoc for the final shot. Why would Tony, who was a rookie, get the last second shot and you put me out of bounds? That's what I mean, racial. Okay. When asked if he understood that he was calling Jackson a racist, Pippen made it clear he's aware. I don't got a, pro I don't got a problem with that. Patrick uh, asked Pippen point blank if he felt Phil Jackson was a racist, and Pippen didn't hold back. Uh-oh, he's got more evidence, he's huh? He's got more. Oh, no! He's got more. Uh-oh! Not only did he have to pass the ball to a white guy once. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, wrote a book on Kobe Bryant, and then came back and coached him? Who would do that? Wait. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what's the rest of that sentence? What? Is that... You name someone in professional sports that would do that. Oh, yeah. you say it like that. Now, now I uh, wink, wink, nod, nod. Okay, so he left the Lakers. Right, okay. He wrote a book about Kobe. Sure. And then he came back to coach him. Yeah, you see, you feel what Scotty's that, putting down. That's racist. That's yeah, racist because he wanted racism. to coach the black guy again. Wow. Yeah, he wanted to be associated <laughs> with him again. That makes him a racist. Plus, don't forget. He told Scott Pippen, throw the ball to Tony Kukoc. Yeah. I mean, let's... Who, by the way, if you don't realize, white. Whitey. He's a white guy for the last shot. Why would you tell a white guy to take the last shot? Because you're a white supremacist. That's why you would do it. That's the only reason you would give the ball to a white guy, is if you're a white supremacist. <sighs> Damn it. I'm almost there, actually, on that one. <laughs> I mean, come on. What are you thinking, coach? <laughs> you got Michael Jordan on your team. Right. That's <laughs> Yes, that's true. Now, maybe Kukoc was hot that night. Sure. Maybe he was on fire. I don't know, but the evidence is clear. Scottie Pippen is correct. Yeah, Phil Jackson is a racist. Total. Obviously a racist. Sniff, sniff. I mean, can you believe he left the Lakers? Then he writes a book. Then he goes back to the Lakers. What? Quote, who does that? Who does that? <laughs> I don't no know. Sense at Pretty all. much anybody would do that. Why? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What so, does that mean? So he chose to write a book about a black man, and yeah. then he chose to go and be associated and coach him again. Coach the black man again. Yeah, clear. Who does that? Obvious racists. <laughs> Great to have you. 888 uh, Let's go to Linda in Illinois. Hey, Linda, you're on the blaze. Hi, guys. Love your show. Thank I just you. wanted to share with, with people, if they are like me and do not want to get the vaccine, I'm a nurse, I'm not getting it, you can mm. contact America's Frontline Doctors. Glenn has had Dr. Simone Gold on a couple times. She heads their organization. Mm -hmm. Contact them. They will do a phone consult with you. They will send you either ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine to have on hand. Uh, my husband and I both did it. We have a supply in case we need it. We haven't gotten sick yet, but we've got it. They're a great organization, and they will help you out. I have a friend who got ivermectin from them. Two weeks later, got COVID, and she credits it with saving her life. Wow. 
You hear those anecdotal stories all the time. And all during last year, the hydroxychloroquine stories kept coming. From, some from doctors, some from patients who actually tried it. Um, Jeffy's, was it nephew? Jeffy's nephew uh, had his life, he credits his life being saved yeah. to hydroxychloroquine. So, yeah, you hear that all the time. All the time. But because Donald Trump was for it, everybody else was against it. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Linda. Uh, good tip. Good tip there. Uh, if you don't want to get the vaccine, maybe you just have hydroxychloroquine and, and ivermectin on hand. Um, we were talking about Scotty Pippen, who decided Phil Jackson is a racist because he once, get this, told Pippen to throw the ball for the last shot of the game to a white guy. <laughs> I mean, it says it all. White supremacy right there. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... Here's the thing. Racism is all around us. There's no avoiding it. Doesn't matter what you're doing, where you are, who you're with. Doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. What? There's everything is everything is racist. Hiking, for example. Hiking. Yeah. According to Ian Miles, Ian Miles Chung noticed a headline (laughs) at healthline.com. Hiking is not just for able-bodied white people anymore. Oh, nice. However, uh, ha- hiking has a diversity problem. They changed the headline to that to yeah. make it a little bit... It doesn't change the fact that what they're implying. <laughs> so people probably got pissed that it was able-bodied. It's not just for able-bodied white people anymore. I just, uh... Now, are white people keeping BIPOCs from going hiking? Is that what's happening? Yeah, of course. The black indigenous people of color. Uh, we stop them from going on hikes. Y- yes. Okay. You, I mean, the, All right. You, you just started the segment by saying that everything is racist. <laughs> yes. So clearly, whatever your clearly. question is, yes, it's right. racist, sir. So going from hiking is not just for able-bodied white people anymore to hiking has a diversity problem. Finding equity in the outdoors, that's better. So hiking is racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, professors now say that grammar, proper grammar, is racist. It perpetuates whiteness. Yeah. Uh, how long have we been saying this one, though? Definitely. Towson University recently hosted a vir- virtual anti-racist pedagogy symposium, uh, according to Campus Reform, which criticized university writing curriculum and programs for being racist and perpetuating whiteness. <clears throat> Why did they use the n-word a lot? <laughs> right. Did they? Okay, now then I could get on board. Yeah. Instead, the program featured an array of speakers and it was sponsored by the school's office of the provost, College of Liberal Arts, Faculty Academic Center, blah blah blah. In addition to ed- educating attendees about first-year writing and graduate school writing, the forum also addressed linguistic justice. As the country begins its long-awaited reckoning with institutional racism, colleges and universities have been engaging deeply in the ethical dilemma of our time. Oh, good. How do our institutional structures and practices contribute to the problem of silencing, marginalizing, minoritizing, and other (laughs) harming black and indigenous students of color? How many words has our society made up just in the last two years alone? Uh, Oh, A whole dictionary worth. And what are we doing here? This is linguistic justice we're trying to accomplish here? Okay. The event page reads, what we need to change to create 
What we need, what what do we need to change to create not just a passively inclusive atmosphere for students, but an actively anti-racist one? Okay. I guess you can't speak good. You can't speak uh, decent English. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, you don't be using uh, proper words and, and uh-huh. sentence structure. Yeah, use ain't a lot. Use Whoa. the wrong tense in in certain adverbs. You gotta. Uh, I don't know. You lost me at ain't, because yeah. that's definitely a word, sir. Well, it is. It's in yeah. the dictionary now. Yeah, so. yes. There's a lot of crap in the dictionary, though. Oh, man. <laughs> also, Ivy League school has introduced a course that explores the link between black holes and racism. All right, I'm... I'm No. <clears throat> at Cornell, they're offering an astronomy class that explored... <laughs> Quote, the connection between the cosmos and the idea of racial blackness, unquote, through concepts like black holes. The course, titled Black Holes, Race and the Cosmos, aims to challenge the conventional wisdom of the strictly astronomical concepts having no racial implications. No. I just, I can't, I can't take it. No. Seriously? Uh, you know, black is a color that isn't always associated with people. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you're aware of that. There is a, you know, there is a yeah, thing. Thank you. Thank you. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. So mm-hmm. you could be black. Yes. And not be a person. Yes, you could. For instance. Wow. What do you uh, got? What do you got? The logo that we have up like, on your yeah, wall behind you. The lettering you, here? The lettering, Blaze TV. Okay. That's in black. That's in black. Yeah, that's not okay. a statement on anybody's... The racial makeup. How about how about? I'm um, see if oh. I can follow along here. Mm-hmm. I have a phone here. Yeah, phone case is black. Wow, I'm getting yeah. this now. Okay, this is a sharpie marker, if you will, and it writes in mm, write something down and look, black. It yeah, that's does. Black. I'm yeah. getting this now. Yeah. There are things that are black <sighs> that don't refer to people. And actually, we just set you up. You referring to all this stuff mm-hmm. uh, as black it's makes you racist. racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Racist. thanks for falling into that trap, Mr. <laughs> Gray. <laughs> what is that? So stupid. Students taking the class offered in uh, the spring of 20... Well, this last spring were expected to familiarize themselves with works of theorists who implicitly and explicitly posit the connection between race and the subject matter of the hard science. No. Theorists using astronomy concepts no. like black holes and... <laughs> Event horizons. Wait, what? What was wrong with the... I was waiting for like, wait, what? <laughs> to interpret the history of race in critic, uh, creative ways while artists and musicians conjure blackness through cosmological themes and images. Blah, blah, blah. Somebody's getting paid too a much. lot of money. It's too much. And a nice pension and all sorts of uh, protections and... In a world where we tenured. must be offended by absolutely... Yes, gotta find something. Everything. Mm-hmm. Harvard now is hosting a free music business course, uh, and they want everybody to apply. Well, okay, except for, obviously, except mm. for white people. Uh, this is BIPOC only. So if you're if you're a BIPOC, uh, you can apply. Okay. If you're whitey, no, sorry, don't bother. Well, that hurts. On the official website, No Label Academy at Harvard announces this. Partnering with universities, brands, and a unique set of speakers, No Label and rapper IDK, you oh, familiar sure. with IDK's oh. music? I got all this stuff at home. It's Am I really good? I could really rap good. a few mm-hmm. bars for you, but 
Yeah, but nah. we don't have time. Okay. They're constructing a comprehensive 10-day music business course at Harvard. This free course focuses on building a pipeline for BIPOC talent to kickstart their music careers, democratizing and reframing what is attainable in the industry. Music artist experience not required. Tuition plus all expenses are covered for admitted students. It's open to all BIPOC individuals mm. interested in the music business. That's mm. black, indigenous people of color, of course. Right, right, right. You, you can apply. But whitey, yeah. don't you dare. Yeah, they're going to find out, too, because when you what, go online to fill out the, the form there, mm-hmm. I mean, can BIPOCs even get online? I don't even know. Oh, that's right. Joe, well, if you have a white person help you, yeah. you can get online. But I the mean, white person can't apply for this, Because Joe Biden made it clear yeah. when he said, you know. Yes. You, you know, when you. He said this. The, uh, the other part, portion is a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know how to register. Not everybody yeah. in the community, yeah. in the Hispanic and the African-American community, <laughs> particularly in Incredible. Uh, uh, rural areas that are distant okay, and or inner city districts know how to use, know how to get online to determine right. how to get in line sure. for that COVID vaccination at the at the Walgreens or at, at, uh-huh. at the at, particular at, at, store. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Now, but if, if an African-American somehow finds their way to the suburbs, that's the sweet spot where you can figure out how to get online. But if you're trying to dial in from yeah. the, the rural area or the inner city, right? no can do. But a BIPOC who is suburban, they may know the fighting chance. of themselves how to get online. All right. So, yeah, you go and you fill out this paperwork, and then uh, you tell them. <laughs> and if you're a whitey, then they'll know, and they'll say you're not welcome. Yeah. I mean, what the hell? What is happening, man? Unbelievable. On this course at Harvard, there are eight options for race. You can be American Indian or Alaska Native, yeah. Asian, Black or African American, Hispanic or Latino, Middle Eastern or North African Native, Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander, White Caucasian. Yeah, then the red flag goes up because then they know you're Uh-oh. coming. And then they're like, oh, when he comes to pick up his badge, deny Boy. entry because he told us online. So yeah, if you if you check White Caucasian, you're not getting in. That's right. No, so they they said uh, that you don't have to have any kind of experience in the music music. business to to, to be allowed there, but you better not be white. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Sarah, think about that. Yeah, I don't have, I have no connection to the music business. I just want to walk around and talk to people and, you know, rub shoulders and whatnot. Um, But I am white. Oh, we had, we were going to let you in until you told us that. Yeah, but I'm a virtuoso on the guitar and piano. Mm, yeah, no, sorry. You do see the sign no. that says BIPOCs only? Yeah, BIPOC. This is for so, BIPOC people. Bye, non-BIPOC. Beat it, Casper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. It's a good time to just... Boy, America, you are shining right now. Then, over at the Federal Reserve, just add a little more shine to the country. Mm-mm. They've instructed employees to adopt, quote, bias-free language, unquote, and avoid using biased terms like founding fathers, <laughs> so biased. According to an internal webpage, uh, the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors issued the guidance for all employees nationwide on April 29th. <laughs> bias-free language recognizes diversity and avoids stereotyping, demeaning, or excluding people on basis of gender, race, ethnic group, religion, age, ability, disability, or sexual orientation. 
try to avoid words and phrases that may be considered offensive, pejorative, or prejudiced, as these can distract your audience from the ideas and information you're trying to convey. The guidance contains a list, of course, of biased terms to avoid, including blacklist, grandfathered, help, founding fathers. Me. Uh, don't use terms like denied, legacy. Uh, no, you should use denied, legacy, and founders instead. Okay, because we don't we don't want to remind people that there are fathers, I guess, or that the founders are the fathers of this country. Yeah. Um, I, don't do it. Don't pat. Don't uh, is do it, it because. There should be founding mothers and fathers? No, is that it's what because, the deal is? It's because they may have I been mean, non-binary. <laughs> the non-binary founders. Is that? Maybe yeah. it is. Maybe uh. it is. The Fed also said the terms uh, whitewashed, manpower, man-made, and singular generic pronouns such as he, she, his, and hers. Yeah, the stuff we used to make fun of is now government policy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should be replaced with more bias-free alternatives like allowed, artificial, and pronouns such as they, 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 there, and theirs. No, I'm not doing it. I don't. I, even before somebody insists on doing that, I don't even you care. You got to just start doing it because 0.7% of the, of the population, again, uh, might be into this stuff I, man are we ever not a democracy we're the opposite we're minority rule here we're massively minority rule the fewer people in your special interest group the more powerful you are you can control the rest of us the rest of us are just going to bend and break uh, to your will that's what we're going to do Everything that offends you, we're going to eliminate and just remove from our society. Even if it's not meant to offend. Even if you haven't said you're offended. We're going to say it on your behalf and we're going to preemptively strike it from civilization. How about that? Is that good? Wow. I don't... I, I can't believe how fast and how far we've come. It is just incredible. It, it is shameful that the sane among us, <sighs> man, are not pushing back hard. We're 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 incorporating these kind of policies and these ideas of the insane just blindly. Just everybody's falling in line like dominoes from from the federal government to every corporation in America. Everybody is just falling in line. Yeah, the line. I don't want to offend. Uh, that train has left the station. You better start offending because it's it's pretty much too late yeah, at this get, point. It's, it's getting to that point. we got to stop this nonsense. Speak your mind. There are so many racial stories here. Uh, there is literally racism everywhere you look. Highways. The, over the last few weeks, highways are racist. Uh Words like uh, founding fathers are apparently racist. Mm-hmm. Man-made, of course, is racist and sexist. Sexist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've got... Uh, hiking, don't go in the woods, hiking. man. You go in the woods. Good grammar racist. is racist. Yeah. I, man, man. 
The National Archives Racism Task Force. <laughs> Wait, they've got a racism task force now? At the National Archives. Yeah. Yeah. They they say uh, Rotunda is an example of structural racism. Uh, so... <laughs> the task force in a report that its own rotunda, which houses the Declaration of Independence, oh, no. the U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights. Uh huh. Well, it's an example of structural All racism. Right. If you're going to demolish it and rebuild it, at least do us a solid and get the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence out of there first, please. The uh, report attacked the Founding Fathers as wealthy white men in the nation's founding while marginalizing BIPOC women and uh, other communities the task force which was established after george floyd's death suggested ways to reimagine the rotunda including dance or performance uh (laughs) performance art in the space that invites dialogue about the ways that the united states has mythologized the founding era this is just we're trying to destroy absolutely the entire foundation of this country they just they just want to tear it all down. That's working. The report said there should also be trigger warnings. I thought we had to get rid of the word trigger because it was too violent <laughs> Thank sounding. You. Jeez. In the rotunda next to the founding documents to forewarn audiences of content that may cause intense physiological and psychological symptoms. Wait. No, 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 no. That's a, that, we're going to use that to guide us. You can't just yeah, destroy know. it. Maybe we'll piece it back together well, later. Why, why do we have to? I'm just oh, but those a, are our marching orders, man. A little bit of a stand there for us for a moment. There's a step in the right direction. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Biden's race training for federal workers is designed to humiliate white people. <laughs> oh, Okay. If you're white and you work at for the federal government, get ready to be labeled a racist, regardless of how fair you are, how colorblind your worldview. Well, colorblindness, that's racist now. You can't be colorblind. You've got to notice the BIPOCs and, you know, uh, respect them as such. On Friday, President Joe Biden ordered all federal agencies to ramp up workplace training on systemic and institutional racism, and implicit and unconscious bias. That's the bias you don't know you have, but you do have, because we're telling you, you have it. Yeah, whitey. All right, don't try to say you don't have it. That makes makes it even worse if you say you don't have it. Mm -hmm. The worst thing you can be is colorblind right now. You've got to notice color. Uh, Those are buzzwords for the new racial ideology sweeping the nation. Holds that all whites are biased against minorities. And the American nation as a whole was irredeemably racist at its founding and remains so to this day. Uh, This is emphatically not diversity training. It's about framing one group, white people, as oppressors and humiliating them. Oh, that's a good, that's a morale booster right there, huh? Yeah, and if you don't like it... That shows what a racist you are. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out, Pat. (laughs) I mean, if you don't want to hear about how humiliated you should be, how ashamed of yourself you should be, how you'd love to be some other race, Mm -hmm. then you're a total white supremacist and you need to go. But don't dress up like the other Mm -hmm. race. Oh, no, that's that's cultural appropriation. Thank you. So, I mean, you did a fine Mm -hmm. line. Good luck if you can find it. And good luck staying sane all the while.
Uh, wow. All right. I got to tell you about real estate agents I trust before we get to I, I've still got three more stories. <laughs> oh, no. On how we're racist? <laughs> three, three more stories about how racist we are. There's literally not enough time in the day, is there? <laughs> no, there isn't. Now, if you'd like to move. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, okay. Hold on. No, this, this might be helpful. Are we talking about Mars? We yeah, got some we, real estate I'm, available there? That's what I was about to suggest. Yes. Yes. Maybe ask your realtor about some real estate on Mars. Okay, where you don't have to put up with this crap anymore. <laughs> Real estate agents I trust. I'm not sure they can set you up on Mars, but they'll do the best job for you on this planet that is possible and get you around like-minded people maybe, and then you can all band together and fight against this stuff. <laughs> real estate agents I trust. The name really says it all. These are great people who will really do a great job for you. They've got track records that are exemplary. They have marketing plans that are way beyond just, uh, let's do another, let's... Let's do another open house. You can keep your house spotless. And uh, just in case, a whole bunch of us drop in uh, for the weekend. Real estate agents I trust. They're fans of the show. You're going to have a lot in common with them. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, man. Okay, so the founders of critical race theory once got together and marveled about how it was taking over education. (laughs) Really? See, I have only been aware of CRT for what? A year? Maybe. I think we've been talking about this for a year. Sounds about right. But it's been going on much longer than that. Yeah. It's been embedded in our system, and we just didn't even know about it. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how proud they are about it. Back in the 90s. My God. Gosh. They plant these seeds, man, and uh, unbelievable. Or, 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 as as the, uh, mm. the the wonderful lyricist Bono says, uh, uh, "You plant a demon seed and you raise a flower of fire," and that's exactly what we've got right here. And it's burning the U.S. to the ground. Sure is, man. This is a long range. Somebody plan. get a fire extinguisher. All right, we will uh, see you well next on the Glenn Beck program of filling in for him, and then tomorrow, right here. Oh, 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 oh,